is so wonderful, isn't he? He's such a good God. He's so patient with us. Isn't he so patient with us? And he's so gracious, and he's so loving, and he's so caring, and he's so faithful, huh? Isn't he? He's just so good. And, and there's times where you feel like, uh, are you there, God? And, and it's in those times when you just start to remember the good things that he's done in your life, and it changes everything. Amen? It changes everything. He is such a good and fantastic God. He's such an amazing God, and, and it is a joy to serve him. It's an honor um, to serve him in the ministry, um, being a pastor. It's such an honor to be able to serve and love you guys um, and hold your hands up and pour into you. Um, there's, there's an awesome privilege that God has given us. And it's, I'm sure that you can just say the same thing about your life. It's an awesome um, privilege for what God has called you to. Because there's no greater calling than serving him. Amen? And uh, there, it's not like a, uh, someone in the ministry is higher than someone uh, in the workplace. It's, that has no, that, that doesn't mean anything at all. He, we're, all um, we're all ministers of the gospel, aren't we? Whether you're a high school student, <laughs> whether you're a college student, whether you're a mom, whether you're a dad, whether you're an engineer, whether you're in Walmart um, sweeping the floors, you are a minister of the gospel of the Most High God, and it is the greatest privilege, amen? It is the greatest time to be alive. It's the greatest time to see his hand move through your life, amen? It's the greatest time to, um, to witness what he's doing, to partner what he's doing, amen? Because he is such a good God, and it is such a privilege to be his son and daughter. Can I get an amen? Amen, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Well, I, I want to talk to you about um, the things that we believe in our mind matter. I don't know about you, but there's some times when we get some stinking thoughts in our head, and it, like, and it, and it dominates who we are. How many of you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Dave, you're so awesome. I just love you. Um, he, just, he was like this. It was so awesome. <laughs> And it just dominates you. It's like, it like, it like comes over you and it comes in like a flood, like, like hits you like a car. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, bam. And you're like, oh my goodness, where did that come from? Thoughts, man, the things that you think about really matter. And I'll tell you, you know, I, I've been uh, preparing this message and I have been getting hit with some thoughts you would not believe. And sometimes, you, you know, you think you got it, Right. Come on, you know, those who've been saved for a while, you think you got this, you think you know it all, but man, you know, that the enemy will come at you with some, some little jabs right where he knows where your boo-boo is, you know what I'm saying? Right where he knows where it hurts, and you're just like, whoa, like, ouch, and you're like, wait a minute, 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 you know? You have to get that, like, wait a minute, that wake-up call where you're like, oh, I don't think so, that's not okay, you know? That's not okay, because the thoughts of my God are so good about me. They're as vast as the mount of the sand on the seashore, amen? His thoughts to us are good. His thoughts towards us um, are to lift us up and not tear us down, amen? And he says so many things about us, you know, that is just amazing. He says you're loved with an everlasting love, Amen? He says he would never, ever leave you nor forsake you. 
Even when you're in your darkest moment, he says that he is there. Amen? That's good news. He says that when you're in your most broken moment, that he is your healer. Amen? That, that, that he's not surprised by things that we go through. He said that he never, we sing about it today, that he doesn't give up on us. Oh, isn't that good news? Because sometimes I give up on myself. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Kelly, you blew it. You know, and then, and then I'm like, oh, my gosh, what am I thinking about? You know, I didn't blow it. I'm awesome. You know, <laughs> I got this. Come on, some of us need to say we're awesome. Some of us need to, to, to begin to confess the amazingness about ourselves. Some of us, um, I mean, it took me a long time for me to get to the point. I'd be like, I'm, 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 uh, 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 uh. Now I'm like, I'm awesome. <laughs> I'm amazing. God is, lives inside of me. And if God is awesome and he lives inside of me, then I'm pretty awesome. Amen? I'm not perfect, but I'm going after God. Amen? And that's the same for you. I'm saying it in, in, your, in your mouth, in your words. So, you know, like God is so good. And, and, and sometimes, you know, uh, you know, we can, we can just partner with the wrong thing. You know what I'm saying? We can partner with, with God, and it's so powerful. Or we can partner with the accuser, which is the devil. The Bible talks about him being the accuser of the brethren. And he just, he, he loves to, to tear us down and to, um, you know, to say things about us that would just, you know, that aren't true. You know, he'll tell you you're stupid. He'll tell you you're foolish. What you just did in there was just ridiculous. What you just did last week, man. And, and he tries to get you into a hole and, um, and tries to leave you there. He, the Bible talks about him being someone that steals, kills, and destroys us. And so um, when we partner with him, it's like we, we get in that hole, don't we? And we can stay there. But, and, then, and then what he does, too, is he calls other people to say what he's saying about you. Hello, am I the only person in here that experiences this? Where they magnify, like, oh, man, you are stupid. And they just start saying all these things about you. Like, you're never going to measure up. Who are you? You know? And, 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 the, and you start coming, you start hearing these things, you're thinking about it, and then you start saying it. You're like, oh, I must be like that. I must be stupid. I must, I must not matter. I must, I must, you know, depression is really what I'm supposed to be. You know, when we start believing these things, and, and then we start listening to people. I'm telling you, it's time to shut the door on the things that the enemy says. Because he's a liar, and he's a liar from the get-go. And God is the one who encourages us and builds us up. Amen? And when we come into agreement with him, holy cow, amazing things happen. Amen? Amazing things happen. We're going to open the scriptures right now. And we're going to go, um, and we're going to look at a couple of scriptures. We're going to look right now at, at Mark chapter 11. Um, verse 22. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And this is Jesus talking to his disciples. 
And he said, have faith in God. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, grow, throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them. So your father in heaven can forgive your sins. Our words, the things that we think about, are so powerful that it can cause a mountain to go into the sea. A cause a literal mountain or a spiritual mountain, I don't know, but a mountain, something that's in there. And so when we start thinking about that, it, it, is, so, it is so crazy and so powerful what can happen. And um, I'm telling you, there is this one time, it's not an easy thing. We have to make the choice that we are going to say what God says about us. We're going to say what his word says about us and speak that and hang around with people that are going to encourage us and not tear us down. And, and there's times that we go through our lives where people, they say the worst hurtful things to us. And we have to choose right then and there whether we're going to let that penetrate in our heart or whether we're going to give it to God. I'll tell you a story what happened to me. I was um, coming to church, and this was a long time ago, and uh, I was happy, and everything was going really well, and um, all of a sudden, this person had come up to me, and they just started saying all these really horrible things. I had, I had, um, I had encouraged them. They were going to a particular state down south. And I encouraged them, oh, you're going to be in that area. Why don't you visit this church? It's amazing. I hear that God's doing some awesome stuff there. You should check it out. Just trying to encourage them. You know, my heart was right in that. And um, so anyways, I come in church, and this particular person came in, and I guess they had gone there, but they didn't like what they saw. So <laughs> she, that person had come to me and just reamed me up one, one uh, you know, up and down, down and up, up and down. And I thought, oh goodness. And so she was just saying, you know, all of these terrible things, you have no discernment, you know, who do you think you are? You don't even know the word, you know, all of these things, um, you're foolish, you know, who are you to lead, blah, 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 you know, you can just picture it. And so I was like, you know, I was standing there and I was just like, you know, tears were starting to come down my face and I thought, oh my goodness. And so I thought, you know, you know, you think in your head when someone hurts you that bad with words, because how many know words really do hurt? And they can stay with you, and the devil tries to play them back, like on a recorder in your mind, and, and you start thinking about it, and then you start acting out on what he's thinking, or what he's telling you. So I was like, you know, I thought, well, should I go home and go to bed? <laughs> you know, like, should I go home? And I thought, you know what? No way. I am not. I'm not, I'm not, I am going to bless her. The Bible talks about blessing those who curse you. So I just said, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you felt that way. And, and I apologize that you didn't have a good time. And I, and I just said, just, I bless you, you know, God bless you. And I walked away. And um, so I came into this, the, um, the service and I just couldn't stop crying because for some reason that really hurt. And um, so I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to raise my hands, and I'm crying. And Jim was like, what is going on with you, you know? And I'm just like, you know, my hands up, and I'm just bawling, 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 bawling. And he's like, what's wrong with you? And I just was like, God, you know, I choose to praise you right now. I don't know, 
you know, what's going on or, or what had made her um, say those things to me. But I don't know, I don't know what, what that was. But Lord, I choose right now that I'm going to give you my praise right now in my pain. And I'm just going to praise you through this right now. And I just started praying for her and just blessing her. Tears coming down my face and just saying, I'm blessing her. And I just pray that you would just cause her to succeed and all of those things. And then I just started focusing on God. And, and I just had to make that choice right from the get-go. It was like I was at a crossroads. And the devil was saying, come over here. Go tell t 10 people what she just did to you. You know what I mean? Go tell 10 people. Get all these people on your side. That was an injustice. That wasn't right. You know, how dare she? Blah, 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 blah. And, and you know, the devil was going there. Go home. Go to bed. Just go tell people. And God was like, don't go there. <laughs> just let me take care of it. You know, God can take care of our battles a lot better than we do. So I just thank God I chose that. I mean, there's times I, I don't always choose that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we get it right. Sometimes we don't. And so I thank God I chose that. And, and God began to work it out and, and begin to heal, heal me. But that was like something that I'll never forget. It was a lesson. I'm thankful that I made the right choice because, you know, um, what we come into agreement with, we power. And I was like, I'm going to come into agreement with blessing people, amen, and loving people. And I don't care what someone does to me. I'm not going to, you know, people, people do things because of what they've been through, you know. People are the way they are because of the shape of the history in their life. And it causes them to say things and to do things that maybe aren't right. And, you know, um, we're just called to let it roll, amen, to let it roll off our back, to let it not penetrate our heart, to not let it dominate our thinking, and to give it to God, amen. And sometimes it's a process. Sometimes it's like we, um, you know, we have to keep, keep going after it because, the, you know, the enemy will bring that back up. He'll give you that thought again, right? How many know what I'm saying? And then, and then we're, we're just like, oh, my goodness. And we have that crossroad again, that decision. Am I going to go this way? Am I going to start, you know, uh, doing what the world does, tell people, get people on my side? Or am I just going to give it to God and worship him and let him take care of it? Amen? And it's so practical. But when you're in the middle of it, man, it's not practical. You know what I'm saying? It's not at all. It's, it's challenging. It's challenging. And so, and so like... You know, even too, like, when, when, you know, sometimes people gossip in church, right? Oh, I'm wrong, ain't I? <laughs> that never happens. No, never. Only in the world, only in workplace, only in school. Never in church, right? Never. That never happens. But even, you know, wherever you are, whether you're at church, whether you're at home, um, you're going to get this temptation where you're going to be in the crossroad and, and you're going to hear some things and you're going to get that temptation where you're going to want to go and participate, you know, with all that the Bible talks about, like gossip being like a choice, choice morsel. Did I say that right? And it's like, it tastes so good, you know, it's like, ooh, you just want more, just like when you eat Doritos, you just can't have just one. <laughs> you just keep eating them and eating them. And so it's like a choice, choice morsel. But you know what? Don't go there. Go this way. 
and partner with what God says. As you begin to do that and you start hearing people tear other people down, why don't you start lifting that person up? Why don't you start listen, lifting that person up? Whether it's in prayer or whether you, you, you maybe say to the person in a nice way, please don't, you know, we're called to be kind to one another, amen? We're called to lift one another's arms up and be, you know, the Bible talks about loving each other. Love is patient, it's kind, it's not self-seeking, it doesn't seek things on its own, it's gentle. You know, you can go through all of those. And um, so we don't want to go in the other direction where we're not kind, but there's times where you may have to say, you know what, that person's pretty awesome. They're struggling in this area, but I'm struggling in this area over here, you know. Like, let's not participate and tear one another down, amen? We're all on the same team. We all have issues, don't we? We all have not arrived. You know, when we think we have arrived, then we're going to fall. <laughs> Pride comes before the fall, you know? When we think we got to, you know, don't look at someone else's walk and criticize them. Please don't do that. Why don't we start praying for one another, Amen. Why don't we start loving one another? Why don't we start partnering what God says about each person? God loves them with an everlasting love. He calls them the apple of his eye. Amen? He says they're dearly beloved. We don't know. If we start saying, God, how patient you were with me, and we start looking at ourselves and saying, God, you were so patient. I remember 10 years ago where I was, and look how much you have accomplished in my life. And if you accomplished it in my life, my goodness, you can accomplish it in their life. Amen? And there's times when, you know, when you're in the ministry, there's a lot of hurting people out there. There really is. And, and I, you don't have to be in the ministry to know that. You can just know that. Just look around. There's a lot of people that are hurting. And, you know, there, there was years ago where I wasn't so good with this, but God really showed me. Um, just how, you know, what I just said about looking at myself, how patient God is with me. But there's sometimes where people, you know, you give them counsel and you love them and they're going, they're in this ditch and they're just, you know, sulking their wounds. They're just not doing well. They're in, in the midst of self-pity and you, you help them and you feel like you got them out and then they call you the next day and they're back in the ditch, you know. And, and, and you help them and you, you cause them, you know, to help them to get out. You speak the word to them. You love them. You're like, you got this. And they get out of there. And then two days later, they call you and they're right back in there. How many of you know people like that? How many have been someone like that? And the Lord spoke to me and he said, you just keep encouraging them. Don't get frustrated with them. You love them. You keep speaking life to them. You keep speaking truth to them because you don't know what's happening in the spiritual realm. Damage is getting done in the enemy's camp every time you speak life to them. Every time you speak the word to them. Damage is being done. How many know you ever see a demo, demolition, you know, some, that, that big truck where they have that, um, it looks, it's like a demolition a boom? Oh, it's called a boom. Okay. Wrecking ball. Thank you. I didn't know it was called boom, but I thought that was cool. A wrecking ball. And they got this big, <laughs> they got this big, you know, um, pole up here. And then they got the string with the wrecking ball. 
and, and it comes and it bam right into the building and it keeps going and, and it keeps going and a lot of times I've, I've never heard of one with one hit where it fell I mean I could be wrong but it takes a few times for that wrecking ball to hit the building and to keep going and hitting the building and then you know after a bunch of times what happens the building collapse and that's how our words are with people amen and that's how the power of God is amen Sometimes it's a process. Don't give up. And don't give up on the people that are around you. There may be people that are in depression that they need you to keep being that wrecking ball in their life. Amen? There, there may be, um, you know, your spouse and your marriage. I don't, I don't know what it is, but keep being a wrecking ball. Amen? Keep speaking life. Keep speaking the word. Because you don't know what's going on in the spirit. Something is happening. Don't be the wrecking ball where you're destroying others but partner with God to see the enemy destroyed in people's lives. Amen? Because you know what? No one's perfect, and we're all going through something. And if everyone, everything that was going on in people's lives was, was exposed, it would be pretty crazy, wouldn't it? And there would be a lot of humility going on. We do not, we have not arrived. We have not arrived. And we do not need to look down on people if they're not at the same spiritual or if they're not in the same light where we're going. If, we're not, if they're not succeeding like we are, if, we're, if they don't have the right this or that. And who says we should look down on them? We need to help people. Amen? And maybe the situation isn't right and it's wrong. We need to go to, to God. He's the one who changes things. Amen? He's the one who takes the crooked places straight. He's the one that takes the most unlovely person and makes them lovely. I don't know how he does it. It's just the power of God. And that's what he came and died for, to make things right, to destroy the devil's work on this earth. And he left. He's at heaven, sitting at the right hand of the Father, interceding for you and me. Now that's good news. Amen? And so he left us here. <laughs> that's a hilarious statement right there. He left us here to be his hands and feet, to be his mouthpieces, to, to speak life and not death. Amen? To cause those things that be not as though they were, to say to those mountains, be removed. Amen? I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if we would just switch our criticism to prayer, what would happen? would be amazing that would be amazing and and sometimes you know not only do we participate you know with the enemy and see people down we allow it to come into our own lives when the enemy just begins to come and speak those lies that I was talking about a few minutes ago over and over and over again it's like we allow it and I believe God is saying today that he wants us as people of God to have boundaries Everyone has boundaries. We don't always use them. <laughs> Everyone has boundaries. Everyone, if you buy a house, there is a boundary line. This property has a boundary line, right? And there is times where we, we for some reason, I do it all the time, for some reason, where we just allow thieves and robbers, <laughs> which, you know, are just the devil, you know, to come in, 
and to come into our boundary lines when they are not allowed. They are not allowed in. It's like saying, okay, I'm just going to allow this venomous, poisonous snake to come into my house. Oh, sure. Come on in, snakey. Come and bite all my family. Come and bite in my kids. Come on in. Yeah, there's lots of people coming over today. Come on in. You can bite them too. Come on. Let's just let them in. And sometimes we allow these things to come in our life. We think they're not going to hurt us, but they are poisonous. People sometimes that come into our life that speak negatively, that pull us down, that call us names that they shouldn't say, they're like poison in our lives, aren't they? And sometimes we need to shut the door on any of that, right? And not allow that to come in. And say, you know what, this, is, this stops here. You're not allowed. You're not coming in here, devil. This is my family. I don't care what it looks like going on here. I don't care if it's crazy going on here. This is my family, and they are blessed. Amen? And they may not be where they should be, but I'm telling you right now, they're, they're not going to be where they are right now. Come back a year from now. God is on the move. And you just begin to declare what God says over your family. You declare what God says over your marriage, over your finances, over your church. Amen? Over your friends. Sometimes we let the, the devil come into our boundary, and we just got to say, uh-uh, you're not allowed. You are not allowed. Amen? That's not okay. You're not allowed to do that. And it takes repentance. And repentance, what that is, is changing the way you think. Amen? It's like getting that right thought in your head, getting the word of God in your head, getting, getting what he says, getting a song in your heart. You know, because, I mean, Jim was talking about Paul and Silas. That, that must have been bad. But, how, but, but it's a choice, amen? It's a choice of saying, you know what? I'm not going there. I'm not allowing that wrong thinking to come into my life, and I'm standing against it. There's good days ahead for me, amen? There's good days ahead for my family. And sometimes, you know, uh, you see it a lot in the body of Christ where, where it's kind of like um, this can kind of slip into, you know, declaring what God says over your life into kind of a, a little spectrum over here where it can get into almost, I don't even know, almost falsehood. Do you know what I'm saying? Where, where you get over there and, and you, don't, you, you don't even recognize at all any truth in your life. You're just the word, 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 word. And, and you're still in the same mess, but it's just word. You know what I'm saying? Am I like talking? No one's understanding me. Okay. For instance, someone is sick, but you ask them, you know, how are you feeling? I'm healed of the Lord. I mean, okay, that's speaking truth, right? But wait a minute. You're sick. The right thing to do, I believe, and you may think differently, is to get prayer. Amen? I'm not feeling good. But I know God is my healer, amen? Will you stand with me in prayer? Will you stand with me in prayer? You know, how are you doing? How are your kids? Well, praise God, I, I don't know how they're doing right now. I don't think they're doing very well. But will you pray for me? Just pray for them. You know what I mean? And, and just acknowledge the truth. And you acknowledge the truth of what God says about that situation, amen? 
You don't lie about it. You don't say, I'm healed, I'm fine, I'm blessed. Hey, you are those things. But if you're going through something, I'm telling you, you need to speak up because you're not meant to go through it alone. And you're not meant to, you know, that's just what the devil wants. He wants us to, you know, stand in lies but he, and be all isolated. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying the word of God is lies. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But he wants us to be isolated, to think we're all this, instead of being the truth, right? Being truthful of where we're at. Amen? And so, so don't get into that trap where you're just like, I'm blessed, I'm highly favored, you know what I mean, all these things, and, and your car ran out of gas on the way to church, you know? <laughs> or you're just doing, you know, you're doing bad. Be truthful, amen? God is a God who speaks truth. Partner with that, amen? Partner with that. That is so amazing. How many of you have seen um, the movie that just came out? It was a Christian movie. It was really good, actually. It was called The War Room. Did anyone see that? Wasn't that amazing? If you didn't see that, you should see it. And I don't always like, I mean, sometimes Christian movies are corny. I don't mean to say that or be rude, but <laughs> sometimes they are. They're a little cheesy, and you're just like, okay. But this one's really good. This one's so good. And, and it's, about, uh, it's about prayer. And, and, um, and I'm not going to give it all away, but I'll tell you a little bit about it, okay? <laughs> this, this woman, she was a real estate agent. And she went to this other woman's house, this older woman who was going to sell her house. And so she showed her the house. And then she got to one room. She said it was her favorite room. Um, she, she had got to that room eventually. Showed her her favorite room. And this was the, the room that she called the war room. It was a closet. And she cleared it all out. And that's where she would go and pray. And that was her favorite room. And she said that... Um, her husband was in the military, and he was like a strategic planner. And she learned how to pray through that, where she would, she would have an issue, and she would strategically pray and plan through the word of God. So if they were going through some um, um, financial stuff, she would get all of the scriptures on finances, what the word of God said, and she would post them to her wall, and she would pray them over that situation until God did something. Isn't that so good? And, and I believe that that's, that's the place where God is glorified the most. Amen? It's when we see what God says about our situation and not wallow in the reality of it. Amen? Because if you wallow in the reality of it, you're going to be in that ditch. Amen? And, and I'm so sorry to say, and hopefully this will change, but... There'll be other people pointing at you down there in that ditch. You know, one of my favorite sayings is the only time you should look down upon someone is when you're trying to lift them up. Amen? Don't judge someone. Go and try to pull them up. Amen? And if they go back in the ditch the next day, go back and pull them up. Amen? Go back and pull them up. God is a God of second and third and fourth chances, and sometimes it gets frustrating. But go to God in prayer. Partner what he says in his word and speak what God says about that person. Amen? If you have a husband and maybe they not, they're not walking with God, you just begin to call them what God says about them in prayer. Amen? 
he is, he is, he is the head of this home, God. I thank you that he is the head of this home. <laughs> Lord, that you're raising him up, that you're bringing people in his life that are going to speak life into his, into his life and, and guide them towards you, God. Lord, you're, you're, you're breaking things in his heart and you're healing his heart and you just begin to speak what God says about your situation. Amen? And a lot of times we give up because it takes too long. How many know what I'm saying? We're like, uh, this, I prayed two days, didn't happen, must not be God's will. <laughs> no. The Bible talks about how, you know, they're asking Jesus, how do you pray? How do you pray? And he, he, he told these two parables. He's like, uh, you know, it's like a man, um, you know, he, a, a, a stranger comes to the house and, and um, a visitor, and he's like, and, 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 and um, I'm totally screwing this up. You guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> there, there's a traveler that comes and, and the, to a man's house, to a family's house. They didn't have bread. So the, so the man of the house goes to his neighbor and tries to get bread for their, for their guest. And so he knocks on the door persistently, right? Keeps knocking, keeps knocking, keeps knocking, keeps knocking. And the guy is like, leave me alone. <laughs> I am in bed with my kids, leave me alone, I'm not waking up, and he keeps knocking. And this is what Jesus is talking about when he's talking about prayer. Sometimes he tells us that we got to keep knocking and keep asking, amen? That we got to encourage ourselves with the Lord, that we can't be in isolation. That's, the, that's what the enemy wants you to be. He wants you to think that you're the only one going through this. You're the only one, and no one cares about you, and that, that you know, uh, you're crazy, you know, you're always going to be like this. If someone knew about this, whoa, what would happen? They would think this and this and this and this. They would think all of these horrible things if they only knew. And see, the enemy wants to keep us there because we're bound and we're not being effective. But, God, but don't be in isolation, amen? I'm not saying tell everyone all your junk. Please don't do that. That wouldn't be fun. But just go to... That's why small groups and life groups are so powerful, because you build relationships with people that you can trust. Amen? People that are going to lift your hands up, that are not going to point at your problems, but are going to point to the big God that we serve and to see him move in your life. Amen? So don't stay in isolation. Allow him, uh, allow, uh, him to bring people into your life, you know, that are going to help you and encourage you and get you through and pray with you, amen, and agree with you in prayer that you're going to get through this and you're going to make it, amen. I love this story I heard. Um, there was this, uh, and I don't know what team it was. It was a football team, and it was the end of the game, and he had to do a kick, and whether the, the kick went in um, into the field goal, did I say that right? Okay. <laughs> That was going to determine um, if they won the game or not. And so, yeah, they're laughing at me because I try to learn football. Um, but anyways, so as this guy is, is getting ready to kick, they're showing on the screen all of the times where he didn't, didn't make it, all the failures that he had. And they're sitting there talking all of this junk about this guy. And, and he... You know, he's just got his head down, he's getting ready to kick, and they're showing all this, and the newscasters are talking, yeah, he's missed so many shots, 
you know, he, I, I don't think he's going to make it. You think he's going to make it? No, he's not going to make it, blah, 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 blah. And so this guy, you know, lifts his head up, and he takes this kick, and he gets in, and he gets it right inside the field goal, and they win the game. And they said, and, and they came over and asked him, they're like, how did you, like, make that with all of those people? Didn't you see them? You know, putting all of your failures, all of the replays of your failures on the screen. And he was like, no, I, di I didn't look at any of that. I just said to myself, I can do it. I can do it. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. He started encouraging himself in the Lord. Amen? He didn't even, I don't know if he's a believer, but he started encouraging himself and speaking life and thinking. Right? He paid attention to what he was thinking. And there's times in our lives where, where there, there's going to be the replays going on of how we screwed up. And I'm telling you, don't listen to any of that. You kick the goal in your life. Amen? You kick the goal in your life and allow God to do something awesome. Amen? Because you are awesome and you are amazing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There is um, a woman. She's a, um, a worship leader. And um, I heard her story, how um, she was diagnosed with cancer, not only once in her leg, but twice. You know, God healed her one time, and then it came back. And I, I had this song ringing in my head for so long, and I never knew any of the story behind it or any of the story about this person. I just heard it on um, you know, iTunes and uh, iTunes radio, and it would come on, and I would just sing it around the house, and I still sing it a lot. And the words to this song was, um, I, 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 am, I will live and not die, <laughs> and I will declare the, the wonders of who you are. I will not live, and I, I will live, and I will not die, and I will tell all the good things you've done. You know, and it keeps going over and over. I will not live, <laughs> why do I say it wrong, sorry. I will not die, I will live. Amen? And so it's like declaring, and, and I'm telling you, the things that we confess with our mouth are so powerful. Because the Bible talks about out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Amen? And so this person's going through cancer, and she begins to sing and declare herself. I will not die, I will live. And tell of the wonders you've done. I will not die, I will live. Because you're a great God. You're a great God. You're a great God. I will not die, I will live. <laughs> and to, to declare all the wonders you've done. I will not die, I will li live. And to say all the good things you've done. I am telling you, there is times in your life where you need to sing what God says about you. Amen? You need to say what he says about your life. It's not easy. It's not, it's, 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 you're at that crossroad where, where you're like, I want to go in the hole. <laughs> or I'm going to go and say what you say. What do I do, God? And I'm, I'm telling you, be aware of what you're thinking. Because that is where, you know, the issues of life come from your heart. Be careful about what you think. Be careful about what you say. Amen? Be intentional. Don't hide. Don't go in isolation when you're going through stuff. Find someone that can encourage you. Find someone that's strong in the Lord, that can speak what God says. Amen? 
find someone that's going to love you and not judge you and not um, say what the accuser says about you. But find someone that's going to encourage you. Find someone that's going to speak life in your situation and not death. Amen? Proverbs 8.21. And it talks about, um, I think they have it. Can you put it on the screen? The tongue can bring life or death. Those who love to talk will reap the consequence. And that could be good or bad if you think about it. Is that NLT? Wow, that's different from the one I read this morning. Um, that could be good either way because if you start speaking life, you're going to be reaping some good things. Amen? But if you start speaking death, I don't want you to speak death. Don't speak death because things are going to come back on you. You know, we don't want that. We want God to bless you with good things. Amen? We want God to do amazing things. We want the consequences to bring glory to God. Amen? To bring life to your life and to the people around you. Amen? Well, I wanted to end today. I don't know about you, but when I start declaring the word of God over my life, I feel like a superwoman. I feel like, rah, I'm going to fly, you know. It's so much fun. It's amazing. And so I have actually some declarations. So if you don't mind, if we're going to stand and we're just going to declare what God says about us. Amen. And we're just going to start declaring it and believing it. Amen. And so they're going to get it up there. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. I am a new creation in Christ. The old has passed away. All things have become new. I am in Jesus. Jesus is in me. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. I am a child of the king, a co-heir with Jesus. All Jesus bought and paid for is my inheritance. I am loved. I am forgiven. I am cleansed by the blood. I am accepted in the beloved. I am filled with his spirit. I am united with Jesus. I have been crucified with Christ. I died with him. I was buried with him. I was raised with him and seated with him in the heavenlies, far above all rule, all power, all authority, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. Therefore, I carry the authority of Christ. Woo! I have authority over sickness, over sin, over demons, and over the world. I am the salt of the earth. I am more than a conqueror. I am the light of the world. All things work together for my good because I love God and I am called according to his purpose which is for me to be confirmed to the image and likeness of Christ. I can do all things through Christ, because greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. I have a destination. I am going to heaven. In the meantime, I have an assignment. I bring heaven to earth. Everywhere I go, the kingdom of God goes. God is going to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all I could ask or think. I am a carrier of God's glory. Where I go, the atmosphere changes. I am a culture shaper, an atmosphere changer, 
and a history maker. Come on, let's give him a shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just pray together. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you for that's what you say about us, God. And Lord, we thank you for these amazing people here. God, I pray that you would bless them. I pray that as they leave this place, Lord, that they would see you doing exceedingly, abundantly, above all they could ask or think, God. I pray that they would see cultures change where they go, that their workplace, they, as they enter it, they would bring peace, they would bring joy. Lord, as they come into their home, that your presence would be there, God. Lord, that, that you would use them to change history by the power of your name, Jesus. And I just thank you for him. I just bless him in the name of Jesus. And I pray for increase in life and love and joy and peace to fill them and hope to arise in their heart. Lord, that you would do in this season what they only dreamed of to happen, God. And I just thank you for each person. Bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.